So how I've been trying to figure out how do you pronounce your first name? Aliana. Aliana. Correct. Got it. And your last name is Glory. Glory. That's actually my middle name. Really? Yes. I I think it has a good ring to it. I love it. Aliana Glory. That is, yeah, that sounds like a model. Right? That sounds like a household model name. I used to hate my name when I was younger. Really? Why? But it's because it was so weird and like nobody knew how to say it. And I was like, I want my name to be like Nicole. I don't like, <laughs> no, I, I was dead set on Nicole. Like I loved that name. That's a great name. I love Nicole. It's, it's a great name. I would name it, my daughter Nicole. <laughs> it's good, but I like a million percent prefer my name now. Mm. Why is mm-hmm. that? Why, what, what, what changed as you got older? Because of just like allowing myself to, it's not like super unique and different, but allowing myself to like step into the role of like Aliana as in like, I'm not like anybody else and you may not understand me, but it's Mm. me, you know? So how long did it take for you to kind of, like you said, step into that role and become, you know, because that's actually what the whole season of this podcast is about is becoming like, you don't, you don't, um, we always want to arrive at a certain Mm -hmm. point and we want to be like, okay, I have this idea of who I want to be or what I want to do. And then we get frustrated along the way because we're not there yet. Um, But we don't realize that it's a process. Like you become that person. You know, you become whatever it is that you're trying to aspire to be and to do. So Mm -hmm. when did you, I guess, when did that click for you to be like, you know, I'm going to become this person? It honestly took me a while. I feel like I wasn't like conscious of what I had going on for the longest time. Mm -hmm. Um, But maybe like only two or three years ago. Yeah. 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 And with what you were saying about like the whole becoming and the journey, like it is all about the journey. You think that people just like say that to make others feel better because they're already at the end goal, but it is truly about like the journey and the process and realizing who you are through through all of that. Mm, Yeah, that's actually really good. So I usually would save this towards the end but i'll start off and ask you the question of who are you becoming you know have you thought about that um aside from and really honestly it's aside from like all the stuff that you do it's really who you are and i think even when we were doing the the 25 questions a lot of what you were saying really starts with who you are and how you present yourself to other people but it starts with you so yeah who are you becoming i try to just be full of love, honestly, mm-hmm. like respecting other people and their vision and just mm-hmm. being kind to everyone because 
a lot of people can be hateful for no reason. Yeah. And I like to be uplifting and positive and just like well-rounded mm. as a good person in my eyes, not to like fit anybody else's description of being a good person is just knowing that if I'm not hurting anybody mm. and I'm helping others, then, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. So when's your birthday? March 24th. You're an Aries. Yes, I am an Aries. Yes. I got mm. Aries on the podcast. I think you're the first... I think you're the first Aries I had on the podcast. Oh, yes. Because I'm an Aries, so that's why I'm very, very happy. Beautiful. I feel like I don't meet a lot of Aries. I don't know why. I only know a few. Um, but a lot of them are very, like, people who are close to me. Yeah. Um, like I, Aries. That's the only other Aries I know. Really? Yeah. Wow. Like, yeah, it's like, it's like close family members like my nephews in Aries my mentors in Aries one of my best friends is in Aries um yeah we're very we're very rare I think we're rare I think so too in the best way yeah, yeah. so do you know your rising sign and your moon sign I'm not all into that so That's I fine. know I'm in Aries I don't know my like the other ones and stuff mm-hmm. no I you're tr- good Get into it. I tried to read like a sign and it was all confusing, like a chart or something. Yeah. It was confusing. <laughs> I know a person that can help you with that. Because <laughs> she reads my charts all the time. Oh my God. Um, so we talked about um we first of all, you are a model, and we talked about a little bit about modeling. Mm-hmm. Um, when did you start modeling? I think you gave me before we record, you told me about the story of how you met Abby mutual yeah. friend and then was that when your modeling career took off after you met her and did the interview like you told me earlier yes mm-hmm. okay i've only been modeling for like a year and a half now mm-hmm. uh, which i find crazy because of all the stuff that i've already done i'm just like super proud of myself you know mm-hmm. uh, i have been in like a couple like published in a couple online magazines and wow. then mm-hmm. um i'll be going to new york in october um, I've been really? in my runway show. I'm going to be in another one soon. Um, and just like the overall community that I've built, um, network like crazy. That's like the biggest thing that I can say. That's how I've gotten like as far as I have, mm. um, just like really nice people and like networking. Yeah. yeah. I started modeling, um, because of the pandemic actually, which really? I feel like was like, um, you know, like stories of where it all started because of like the isolation and like staying home. I felt like beyond happy when I started modeling. Like I was in the best mindset ever, like Mm. journaling. I was going on walks. I woke up at five in the morning and ran, you know, I was eating healthy. I was spending time with family. Like I was good. Like I was doing really good. And then I don't know what hit me, I guess, like what the kids call these days, like manifesting. Like I manifested my entire life so far and I continue to do so. I would just listen to music. I would listen to Kanye all day and I would just write down everything, write down what I wanted to do, who I wanted to be. And now 
a little over a year later, two years later, I see that like coming into fruition. So it's definitely, you can tell kids that, you know, you can manifest your whole life. You can da, 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 da. But I think the step that they're missing is that you have to work so hard. You can't just write something down and act like it's just going to happen. You can't just say you want to be this person and expect it to just appear in front of you the next day. You have to like, I've cried so many hard times about the life that I've wanted and who I, you know, I didn't like who I was and changing everything. You have to put in the work. Like it's not easy. I feel like you look on social media and you're like, Oh, she just, you know, did X, Y, and Z. And now she's whatever. It's not easy at all. And social media is so fake. I am. Oh, I do not like it right now. I don't know. It's (laughs) at this moment, but Yeah. um, yeah, the hard work that I've put into everything in my self love. I'm, I'm really proud of myself. Yeah, as you should be, as you should be. I think what you said was really key, was that it's not about just the manifesting and the writing mm-hmm. and the saying you have to actually do mm-hmm. and you have to actually work towards it, you know, which is, that's something I'm definitely working towards as well because I realize in my personal life how much I've tolerated the bare minimum of things. Yeah. Yeah. And and like, you know, bare minimum in relationships, bare minimum in like, you know, being satisfied with just putting something on social media and then just walking away. And it's like, no, like if you've worked on something, you know, or and it doesn't have to be anything you've worked on. It's just who you are as a person. It's like, you know, you're telling people how to treat you. And my therapist taught me that, you know, like you whatever you're, whatever, however you see yourself and however, and whatever you allow and whatever you tolerate, that's what you're telling people that mm-hmm. this is how you can treat me. This is what I expect. This is what I want. Yeah. And, it's like, and if that does not align, line up with who you are and also who you want to aspire to be, then something needs to change. Like, like what you're saying, you know, so it really is a change of mindset, which is really cool to hear that, you know, your modeling, you know, path and your modeling career has was started in the pandemic because I feel like there's a lot of people that a lot of things were a lot of things died and then a lot of things were birthed in the pandemic. You know, people start quitting their jobs and doing something different. People broke up with people that they need to get rid of. You know, a lot of stuff happened at that time, which was I I think the pandemic was a was unfortunate, but I think that for me personally and also you know, I can say the same thing for you. It was one of the best things that happened for us, you know? Yeah. I let go of so much. Like, yeah, I broke up with my boyfriend. I stopped going to my, you know, other nine to five job. And I was just at home and like living and being and Mm -hmm. doing what I wanted to do, but in the most like nurturing, loving way possible.
So you talked about social media mm-hmm. and your relationship with social media. Also, by the way, I am on the same path as you or the same wavelength as you right now. I literally, I literally, while I was waiting on you, I was mm-hmm. literally just going on social media because I'm trying not to spend so much time on it during the day. Um, mm-hmm. And like, I just went and I'm just looking and I'm scrolling and I'm scrolling and I'm just like, okay. And it's just making me more sick and sick. Yes. <laughs> what I try to do is I'm like, if you feel the urge to like scroll on social media, read a book. I have this new book that I love and uh-huh. I did it. I was so proud of myself. And what's the book uh, called? Um, what is it called? The dream giver. Hmm. Who's it by? Mm-hmm. Uh, Bruce Wilkinson. Bruce Wilkinson. Oh, okay. Gotcha. My friend gave it to me at work because I was telling him how, um, so recently I am, um, financially, um, stable enough to quit my nine to five, mm-hmm. which I'm so proud of myself for. I never That's thought awesome. I, um, and I was just telling him how like people were, putting me down because I said, you know, I'm leaving here to be full-time with modeling and then also with, um, content creating for this one company. And I told a girl and she laughs in my face mm. and like, it took me back. Cause I was like, well, what the fuck am I doing? Like mm-hmm. what, you know, it just started to make me overthink. Um, and I told him and he was just, gave me the best support and was like, you know what you're doing. You don't need to prove anything to anyone, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Not everybody has the same mindset. People don't have the same ambition and like, they're not in your, they're just not in alignment with what you know is possible Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. stuff. So. Yeah. Do you, do you feel like, um, cause you, you said something that resonated with me, Mm -hmm. you know, and even in my life, because which, yeah it really you said it spot on hit the nail right on the head do you feel like you know it's lonely you know to be in that mindset of like you know nobody around the people around me don't really want what I want you know Mm -hmm. like and they don't see what I see and they don't aspire to be what I want to become do you feel like that's a very not not I wouldn't say lonely but yeah it's it's kind of like a it feels like a very isolated withdrawn you know? No, yeah, it is beyond lonely. When I first started modeling, all of my friends at the time and my family members, it felt like I didn't have the support. They were like, yeah, you know, do what you want to do. But it was like, no, you don't see where I want to take this. You don't mm. see my mindset. You don't see like the work that I'm putting in and that I know it'll pay off. It's yeah. It's very hard to deal with people that just don't go for it and dream big and stay in like the, just like mind trap on society, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I think um, when I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do, um, that's when those kind of, like those realizations came. Mm -hmm. When I was thinking about, okay, um, looking around and observing the people who are around me, my family, my friends, um, my coworkers, you know, everyone. And mm-hmm. I was looking around and I'm like, 
you know, yeah, bits and pieces I can find people who are kind of wanting to do similar things that I wanted to do. But for the most part, when I realized that it was really my own journey mm-hmm. and my own personal like walk by myself. Now, that doesn't mean that, you know, I can't get in a relationship, you know, I can't get married and have, you know, that, all that stuff is possible, but it starts with you. Mm-hmm. you know, going the direction that you believe that you're supposed to be going and realizing like, oh my God, like this is actually really lonely. And that, and this is why you feel the way that you feel mm-hmm. because of the fact that, you know, everyone around you may not want the things that you want. And a lot of times what we do, I know I wasted a lot of time doing it was I wanted the people around me to go the, the way I want, you know, I like come with me. Cause I know, you know, and you lose a lot of time and you also can lose a lot of friendships and you can, you know, um, you can honestly, you can kind of look like a jerk when, and you don't mean to, it's just because you care. And it's like, okay, I see this. I see what this could be. And that's how I am. I'm like, I can see what this can become. I can see what you can do with this. I can, you know, and I'm like, you know, come with me because I feel like we're better together, which mm-hmm. is true. But a lot of times, you know, the people that you think are with you are not, And it's not because they're against you. It just is because they don't want what you want. So, you know, you have to get around the people that want what you want. And those are the people that are going to run with you. Those are the people going to support you. Those are going to people that are going to put you on. They're going to network and you're going to collaborate and you guys are going to do cool stuff. But it first starts with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's it's, mm. (laughs) everything you just said is like, yes. It's deep, man. Mm-hmm. super super deep so um i saw a video that you had posted you were working on your catwalk your your runway walk Ooh, yeah. yes <laughs> so i was very interested to see because i've never seen someone practice their walk you know what i'm Ooh. saying so you do you have a coach how did you start with that um, so I don't have a coach. I have a really good friend. <laughs> Got it. That's even better. Yeah. Um, and she feels like my model mom, like she mm-hmm. is welcoming and positive. Um, but yeah, I needed to prepare to walk in my first runway show ever. And I feel like I already kind of practiced like in heels just when I was out and stuff, like in my own mindset, I'm like, okay, shoulders back, like, you know, walk, da, 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 da. Um, but she really helps me. Um, you don't know how much work it is. It's actually a lot of things. <laughs> it's shoulders back. It's don't move your arms too much. It's don't look like you're concentrating. It's to really take long strides. It's to push your stomach forward and like, but suck your stomach in and like, it's It's add hips. Like it's a lot. <laughs> is that then, for men too? Or is that just for, for women? No. Yeah. It's for men too. It just depends on like the kind of walk that you want, but yeah. So who do you model your walk after? GD, Gigi, like you said? Um, I do like Gigi's. I really like Bella's too. Um, I feel like it's way more like Gigi's is, uh, playful and like more like movement, but I feel like Bella's is super like honed in and like serious. Hers, hers is very very powerful she's got yeah. a, she's got a very intimidating walk mm-hmm. and then um have you seen carly Kloss's walk i have not no you should watch her stuff she's awesome okay i can literally I, give i can give you a list 
<laughs> list of models that well my favorite models i'm like yeah you could definitely look at them maybe i'll give you that to you later you can yeah. just watch because like i literally when i'm when i'm not doing this i'm watching runway shows i'm trying to get in the habit of watching runway runway shows yeah. like every day yeah i don't know i feel like i'm not as cultured as i should be i was just talking to my friend about this the other day but like Yes, it's my whole like world and I should be like knowledgeable on it, but sometimes it's just like not my thing, you know, like the whole pop culture, like mm. what's going on with everyone. <laughs> I don't know. So you are so you are not a you're not big on like pop culture. I guess not, but I mm-hmm. definitely should be. <laughs> well, I mean, you don't have I mean but it is mm-hmm. realm that like we deal with, you know. Yeah. Yeah, because it's it's all it's art, it's music, it's fashion, it's, you know, all those different things. Um, I wasn't I wasn't big on culture um, growing up because Mm -hmm. I grew up in a very private like I grew up in private school. I grew up, you know, yeah, Christian school and stuff like that, like grew up born and raised in the church um, for years. So like pop culture wasn't really a big thing. I, you, I'm used to doing my own thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I didn't start listening to like hip hop until like the seventh grade, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't, I just, it wasn't played in my house, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So, and especially when you grow up in a very like religious and Christian environment, you know, there is a lot of control you know, when it comes to what you watch and what you listen to and how you behave and yada, yada, yada. And, and even though I appreciate that, you know, as I grew, you know, when I was younger, um, you know, there's different gives and takes to it. Um, and yeah, like I, my, the predominant um, genre of music in my house was jazz music, old R&B, you know, and Christian music. That was it. And gospel. So yeah, so when I got older, I realized how much of the culture I was not involved in. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, I started to learn. I started to listen. I started to. But the good thing about the culture is that you know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, the bad thing about the culture is that sometimes you can be easily influenced by it. Yeah. And you have to learn when to, you know, grab a hold of it and then also when to let it go. You know, so it's kind of like being in the culture. But then also not being, not letting the culture influence and immerse you, you mm-hmm. know. So, I think there's a beauty, and I think there's a strength to not being a part of the culture, you know, and not being so cultured all the time. Like, you know, there's because what you bring to the culture is more important than what the culture gives you. If that makes sense. Yeah. A hundred percent. I feel like everyone is so, even me. It's so easily like it's so. you get influenced and like by the littlest things um yeah I don't know it's hard to not try to attack yourself or like attach it to a part of you and Mm -hmm. I don't know yeah there's too much like fakeness dealing with all of like the whole media because you only see like 20% of their lives, 30%, you don't see half of it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like modeling has helps me realize like the beauty and then like the, like ugly to it. You know, there's so much like, 
uh, I want to say issues, but they don't sound like issues, but they are like, yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. like scrambling for outfits and having your nails done all the time and like making sure your skin is good and eating healthy and like wow. watch. I don't know. It's a super like physical aspect to it overall and trying to not be attached to that and know that my looks aren't who I am is so hard sometimes. Wow. And you said a mouthful right there where (laughs) your looks and Mm -hmm. what you had, how you present yourself is just an aspect of who I am, but it's not the entire, like, it's not, it's not my entire being, Yeah, but it can easily become that when Mm -hmm. you're in an environment where you have to make sure that, you know, like you said, your nails look good, make sure your eyebrows are, you know, are waxed and you're, you know, like you don't have no pimples and, you know, your hair is looking, you know, everything is about the appearance. Mm-hmm. And, because mm-hmm. people are judging me based on what I look like. I have to get people to like me first with how I look. And that mm-hmm. super like that can take a mental toll on you. Cause it's like, okay, I need to wear this when I go out and I need to act like this. And I need to stand like this and talk like this and not be too much, not be too goofy, be serious enough, but also show enough of your fake personality of the personality that you created to get people to want you. Wow. Um, That's deep. So what are you doing now to help build yourself up and help to, you know, because you're going to get, like you said, you have to present yourself to people and chances are 
there are people that are going to like you and they're going to accept you and they're going to, you know, they're going to want to book you. And then there are other people that are going to find every reason not to. So how do you, how do you deal with the rejection of the industry? Um, honestly, I don't take it too personally. I've never gotten too upset with a casting or like somebody not wanting to work with me. Um, I just, I just can't take it personally. You know, everybody has their own taste. Everybody knows what they're looking for. I know what I'm looking for. So I can't be mad at like them not seeing my potential. You know, I see it. I know other people see it. So I don't need to prove to that one specific person or group Mm. of, you know, Uh, shoot. What was I going to say before this? Um, Lost it. Sing your ABCs. Internally, internally. Oh, never mind. Um, You're good. You're good. Yeah. So internally, um, no. Why did you have to say the ABC thing? That just like threw me. <laughs> because I, because I, I was told um, by an ex one time. She's. I would always forget stuff, mm-hmm. and when I want to say something, because I'm like same thing with you. Like my, 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 my head and my mouth are going like 95 <laughs> miles an hour. Where my mind goes like a million miles and my mouth is like so slow. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I, and I remember I would forget stuff. And I'm like, shit, I forgot something. She'll go, well, sing your ABCs. And I'm like, what? And then for some reason, uh-huh. when you sing your ABCs, it, it comes back. That's so weird. It's very weird. I also have my boss also told me if I if you forget if you're you know that you know that thing when you're when you're on your way to go do something and then. Yeah in the middle of it you you forget where you were going or what you were getting ready to do yeah if you go back to where you came from and you retrace your steps in the way you'll apparently you'll you'll get it that's literally what i do i'm like oh why did i come in here and then i just turn around and i'm like oh yeah like i always do that <laughs> like some weird spiritual you know just yeah i dropped it and then i gotta go go back and pick it up it's very weird yeah. oh yeah mm-hmm. but we we're talking about the the internal Yes. Um, internal. No, I had something so good. <laughs> hey. uh. We're going to go to commercial. <laughs> no, um, mm-hmm. we're talking about internal. What do I do to, yes. what was the question again? Yeah. What do you do? Um, what do you do to build up your internal world when you're dealing with, you know, um, castings and bookings and stuff? Like, how do you maintain, you know, your self-esteem and your self-image um, and, you know, yeah, your internal strength? Yes. Okay. So I feel like that's something I still need to work on, like realizing who I am, because I feel like a lot of the time I don't get hurt because maybe it's not all of who I am, mm-hmm. but letting that down and just nurturing the person that I know that I am instead of like putting up a fake front mm-hmm. is it's just, it's just more rewarding. I don't know. I don't know where I'm trying to like get at that or like where I'm trying to put all of my thoughts. So you're, talk, you're talking about the authenticity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And okay. 
I don't know, if you can be yourself, then you can't be mad, you know? That's really good. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. If you're being, if you're, if you're, you're being authentically yourself mm-hmm. in everything that you're doing, really the rejection and even the acceptance shouldn't, it shouldn't matter because I'm being myself. Yeah. Got yeah. it. Got it. Trevor Noah said, uh, he said, I would rather, what did he say? Um, he said, I would rather be loved, loved and hated for who I am than for who I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. Like something like that. I, I think I messed, I gotta go find it and remember what he said. Cause it was something like that, but your- yes. <laughs> Wait, what do you say? Sing your ABCs. Yeah, I got to sing the dog on ABC. You know what's funny? I, it works for everybody, but it doesn't work for me. Really? Yeah, I'll sing my ABC six times, and I still don't remember what it was, and then I get mad. And I, <laughs> then I got to go take a walk, and then, you I've know. never heard of that. <laughs> it is. It See, that. I don't know how if. I don't know. I don't know. X's are X's for a reason. So maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, this could be a good segue. Um, so we could talk about, um, what were we talking about? My favorite dessert. Yes. That's what I was going to tell you. Uh, <laughs> it's a weird story, but I was at a friend's house because we earlier we were talking about, you know, favorite desserts. I'm not really a big dessert person, but yeah, I'll eat something. Sometimes I want something sweet. If I want something sweet, I will get like some sour gummy bears. Those are my favorites. Yes. Um, I am a huge candy nut. I will eat candy all the time. Me um, love my, those like peach rings. Oh, those are so I good. I can't, I can't do them. What? They're just, I like the, the peach taste, but that's mm-hmm. it. It's just, that for me is like really sweet. It's like super yeah. sweet. It's super sweet, but it's like the best super sweetness ever. So maybe I'm just, I just like sour stuff because I love sour gummy worms i like sour yeah. yeah so um it's not it's not a dessert but it, it reminded me when we we're talking about dessert it reminded me of the story i went over to a friend's house and um i was hanging out with her husband and her kids and stuff and they were we were talking about i forgot how we got on the topic but we started talking about like struggle food like mm-hmm. food that you know food that you make that's not really food it's just stuff that you put together because you don't have any you don't have any money yeah. and i remember she said have you ever tried a peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwich and i said yeah and i said i would never that sounds like an abomination i would yeah. never never put that near my mouth i don't want that near me and and without blinking without a, missing a beat her husband goes storms the the pantry rips open the pantry grabs some wonder bread and Uh, proceeds to make me a peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwich and they're all and i can't i can't back out of it they're all looking at me and i'm like oh shit i gotta eat this thing yeah (laughs) okay let me i'll explain to you how it i'll I'll explain you how it felt when i ate it okay It was the wildest thing I have ever eaten. It tastes good. It take you taste the peanut first. That the first thing that hits you is the peanut butter. Okay. And you eat the peanut butter, and it's all good. Peanut butter safe. I love peanut butter. I can eat peanut butter all day long. Eating the peanut butter, I'm safe. I'm good. 
And then you start tasting the mayonnaise. And then that's when things get really interesting. <laughs> it's like, and as I'm eating it, I wish, I wish I could. That's why I'm gonna have to do video for this podcast is so it, people can see my face. Is it like a thick layer of mayonnaise? He put a good amount of mayonnaise on there. I mean, it wasn't like a it wasn't like dripping when I ate, like when I <laughs> bit into it, but like when I chew, when I start chewing it and they're and they're watching, I was quiet for a couple of seconds. And then they start laughing because my face, um, my my tongue and my mouth, it, it tasted the mayonnaise. And I was like, oh, oh, that's that's weird. And I was like, mm, no, no. And they're crying, laughing. What's funny, though, was that while we're talking, we you know kept on talking for the rest of the night and I'm still eating the sandwich. I went back for more. What? Yeah, I had a little bit like a Squidward. If you're a SpongeBob fan, I had quit Squidward tentacles bite of that. And yeah. then after after that, I went back and while we're talking, I'm still eating. Why? I don't know. I I was and I'm and I'm going back and I'm literally talking. I'm like, why do I want the rest of this? It was one of the most interesting things I have ever tried in my life. Is a peanut butter and mint. I thought you were going to say that like they just made that up and wanted you to like try it. No, that's a real thing. Like people like people who don't have a lot of money, they have they have a, this this a whole menu of ways that they've made food. Like, you know, the peanut butter. Wait, say it again? I could do it without the peanut butter. I could do like a mayo sandwich maybe. That that's even strange. Well, I mean, a mayo sandwich, I mean, that's just basically a sandwich without the, you know, meat <laughs> cheese lettuce tomatoes just bread and mayonnaise well it's a struggle meal <laughs> it's a it literally that was a very strange struggle meal it was very very strange mm. oh lord super segue but i had to say that because i remember like while we were talking i was like okay the peanut butter man and i remember how it tasted too as i'm talking i remember how it tasted oh lord um so question yes do you consider yourself a deep sensitive and empathetic person mm, definitely okay because I always think like how my actions are gonna affect other people I feel like that's what I'm super aware of like mm. how is action how is this conversation this sentence gonna make this other person feel I love making people feel like respected and that we are comfortable and I don't want to make I just don't want people to feel any type of way when I'm talking to them or you know yeah yeah and like are you very like sensitive to because I'll, I'll explain it this way because I realized that I was that kind of person I don't know, maybe I started like writing and obviously going through therapy and stuff. I realized how deeply, you know, um, intuitive and empathetic I was and sensitive to a lot of things. Mm -hmm. There's actually a study called HSPs, which are highly sensitive people. Mm -hmm. um, and I think one that comes from trauma and living in traumatic environments and traumatic home lives and going through traumatic experiences as a child creates that hypersensitivity but also yeah. i just think that that's just a gift um that we just we just have and like you know you're moved by a lot of things that most people are not they don't really they're moved by it but they don't realize that they're being moved by it, if that makes sense you know like you know like for example music you know uh 
interviews, conversations, um, <laughs> you know, um, just just deeply sensitive about things like things that move you, you know. OK, so here's one that's really weird for me is I when I watch people eat by themselves mm-hmm. or when I watch people just eat in general, I get very I don't know. I get the urge to cry. I don't know why. I don't know why. Um, especially if I see people eating by themselves, because I feel like there's nothing more humbling and nothing more like humane than watching someone eat. If that mm. makes sense. I yeah. don't know. I don't know what it is, but I've watched it. I've seen it ever since I was in high school and whatever. I used to be deeply moved by just looking at people just eat or, and if they're eating alone, that was even worse. Like I would just be a whole puddle of tears inside you know, and I'm talking to my friend, like, oh yeah, I'm good. You know, I'm laughing and joking, but I'm watching this person eat. Yeah, and for yeah. some reason, I'm just like, just moved to tears. I don't know why. I Stuff love like to- that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> how many times I've been at like a cafe or something or like yeah. at the park and I'm just like eating by myself. Mm. I love I don't know. I love being by myself so and you know what that that goes into another another topic of yeah just I I guess that's called solidarity um yeah are you are you a person where you don't mind like I said you you can eat by yourself are you do you like going to the movies by yourself do you like doing things just by yourself yes like I can I just don't see what's so bad about it I guess because I've become so confident in myself and not worrying like why would somebody judge me for going out to eat by myself you know people would do that but i don't see the judgment you know mm-hmm. i'm i'm do i'm enjoying my time you know mm-hmm. i don't uh, i don't want to spend time and go be fake with somebody that i don't really want to go out to eat with or go like to the beach with or something i'd rather go by myself and have an amazing time wow yeah yeah so are you big on hanging out like with social groups or do you, would you prefer being by yourself definitely myself like I can fake it and be super like outgoing and mm-hmm. social but it's it's really draining like you can just tell when you're what people you're around and how drained you get and how like authentic you can be and rather than faking it you know I like to stay to myself and actually enjoy my time and not waste my energy you sound like a very very strong introverted person yeah
That sounds like introvert 101. It's like, and there's like this, there's like this, uh, this I call it the introvert meter. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm in like a social environment, yeah, whether it be like family or if I'm with family, I have to take breaks. Mm-hmm. Like, so like if we're all like at somebody's house, I have to go outside for like a couple of minutes and just kind of like just. No, okay. yeah. Yeah, just OK. All right. Let me go back in there. Or when I'm like at a party or I'm hanging out, the minute I walk into the party, no, when I wake up that morning and I know I have to be at some gathering, there's going to be a lot of people. I'm already thinking about, all right, so what time are we going to leave? We're going to leave at nine o'clock. <laughs> I'm so like hyper aware of everything that I do that day. Like my whole day is dedicated to that one hour where I will be at an event. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, it's a whole ordeal. The morning, the day before, I'm like, okay, so if I have to leave at 12, I'll do my hair at like 1130 and then I'll have my makeup done. (laughs) Wake up at eight so I can still have time to eat at nine. Exactly. Easy. Exactly. Well, it's going to be interesting when they start calling um, or start inviting Aliana Glory to (laughs) rant, you know, to random cocktail events and fashion, you know, uh, kickstarters and you know like all, all things where they need your your modeling persona and then you're like ah oh, shit all right so i gotta i gotta get up at five or i gotta get this <laughs> oh yeah but then i have so much fun and mm-hmm. i i think i just overthink for no reason on a lot of things that's all that's that's most of us or mm-hmm. or people like us which is that's so funny because I I'm literally the same way I'm like I gotta get up and do this at five and then I gotta go to the store at six and then yes. I get dressed and I gotta take a shower and then I gotta eat I gotta make sure I eat because I don't like going there because I haven't eaten mm-hmm. and then, you know then there's no food and then and then I gotta go home at this time like I'm, I'm thinking yes. about all of that yes yeah it's, that is so funny usually at photo shoots like mm-hmm. way through that's when I start thinking about what I'm gonna eat. Like I like <laughs> all on my mind, like the second half, I'm like, okay, I could get Chick-fil-A or I could go home and like make food. But do I really want to do that after my hour commute back home? Mm-hmm. 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 Well, you know, well, you know, what's funny is that when I, when you talk about solidarity, I am just doing things by yourself. I, it's my thing is I don't, I, I, I hate the hassle. Mm-hmm. Of trying to like get people and schedule like okay who's going to be free this day is this, this and that's so much and I'm just like I'll just go by myself. Oh yeah, I don't like to rely on people because I feel like they're going to let me down. Like it's been proven time and time again. So just yes. got to do it myself. You got to do it yourself, and then like, and then what's funny is that they'll look at you and go, "You went to the beach by yourself." Well, uh, shit, yeah. <laughs> What else am I, what? What am I going to do is wait for y'all to, you know, to, you know, to get free. No, I'm going to the beach. I'm, I'm going to the beach with or without you. That's how I invite you. Yes. Yes. Like what's, what's so funny is like when I, I like going to, and I won't eat by myself in like a restaurant. I haven't mm-hmm. done that. I don't really, I, I do it when I, when I have to sometimes when I'm yeah. like on the go or trying to go somewhere, but I will I will go to the beach by myself. I will go to the movies by myself. I will go to a museum by myself. I'm literally going to go see the weekend and I'm probably going to go by myself. Oh, so, damn. Yeah. yeah. But just, there you go. Like, 
I don't know. If you want to do it, you want to do it. Can't wait around for people to eventually disappoint you, essentially, because there's always there's always something with like, I don't know. I feel like there's always either like a problem that's going to happen or some shit that I don't want to deal with. It's easier. (laughs) I know I'm not going to make myself mad. Exactly. Spend less money. Exactly. Exactly. So final question. Um, Besides modeling, Mm -hmm. what else do you do? Are you, do you, are you a creative person outside of modeling or is modeling just something where it's like, this is what I want to do. I don't even, do you even see modeling as an art form? And it's not a, bad thing if you don't but yeah I definitely do because of like all the millions of concepts that you can do and the story behind it Mm -hmm. you know because I used to dance I feel like the way I can express myself my body my facial expressions it is like a whole story I think of a person before I think of a moment in time you know I think of a person and there's always a bigger picture than like the final products, you know? Mm-hmm. And then with other things that I do, I first was super into photography before I started modeling. So I had a camera, you know, I would just go around, take photos of family, whatever. Um, but then I don't know what snapped one day. Like I think my just energy and love for, you know, being on the stage and dancing and then having this creative, um, just for fashion and for painting. And, you know, I've always wanted to be like a director too. I feel like all of these parts of me just like formed the perfect storm. And I was like, I want to model. Like, why, why wouldn't I go for it? You know, I feel like I've always been so, just creative in every single way possible. You know, I have a guitar, a ukulele, a keyboard, a drum set. I paint, I draw, I love to do my makeup. Um, Makeup and hair is like such a fun thing for me. Finding outfits. I could spend like three hours listening to music, just trying on outfits. Like that's just, I don't know. I don't have to like fake it. It's just everything that I love to do combined in, I don't know why I like to create so much. Like I, yeah, yeah. With everything that I do. And then me like romanticizing my life. Like I love putting together little montages and having like music and making my life bigger than what it seems because that's what I see through my eyes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. There was one night I was watching. Um, <clears throat> I was watching Disney. I was watching a bunch of Disney movies, mm-hmm. and I like. I, and I watch the old ones, like the oh, old, old. Yeah, I don't watch the new ones. I watch the ancient ones. You got to go find. And I remember I was watching some of them. And um, what's funny is I was watching. Um, and this is very strange. I've never said this out loud or told us to anymore shared this, but I was watching Cinderella like the old OG Cinderella. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why do I love this movie so much? And 
and also the other movies that were coming out around that time. And yeah. it goes back to what you were saying about like just the romanticizing about your life and romanticizing just like you. And I think we were ruined by that as kids, like as kids who watched and grew up with Disney Channel and Nickelodeon and all that stuff. Like, so we saw what we could be, you know, yeah. and we took that literally. And a lot of us ran with that. Mm-hmm. And it's, I like what you said, you know, like you, you think about what you can be, you think about what you can do with, you know, and, and I think that's what it did. It was inspiration, you know, in a raw form where you can give this idea of like, this is a possibility for you to do something that would be, you know, amazing and, you know, um, you know, just beautiful. And it comes from, it comes from the stuff that you're, that's impacting and also it comes from within. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's so cool to see, like, you know, um, yeah, it's just it's just really cool to see. I feel like creatives just take inspiration from everything. Like there's something just wired different in our brains where we're just expressing what we know we can do. Like you yeah. can't even explain it sometimes. It's just like I know this is what I want to do. This is what, you know, God gave me and the abilities and the opportunities. So I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I'm going to show how much that I can tell a story with zero words. Mm-hmm. 